can be a champion. Okay, before we get YMCA strike, um, welcome to the Grit for 60 podcast. Bassy is better edition. My name is Connor Farrell. Uh, you can call me TC. And I'm joined by Trent Crims understudy. Hey, everybody. It's Brendan. How are you? I am well, a bit tired, a bit exhausted, ready to talk some hockey. Um, yeah. That was, that was been quite, uh, how long has it been since we did a podcast? A month? We did, we did one for the second round and then life got in the way and, and all that. Yeah. So. so we didn't do, we didn't do a conference final preview. Um, I blame the NHL's quick turnaround times on the rounds for that. Uh, and now we've got like three days to do this one and still our schedules almost clogged it up too much again, <laughs> but Love we're it. here, we're doing it. Oh yeah. This is going to go off the rails quickly, isn't it? Potentially. Yeah. So uh, what, like, man, what a conference final series. Like, first of all, I think I should apologize because I, I specifically said, Oh, the Rangers kids are not going to be able to get it done against the hurricanes. And then they got it done against the hurricanes. And then they almost got it done against the lightning. Like I look dumb, but you know what? At least I recognize when I look dumb. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, we'll do better next time. The 10, like 10 minutes we spent talking about how the Rangers are bad. Um, Didn't particularly age well when it came to the hurricanes, but like um, milk. I mean, we were right. It was just two rounds too late at that point. <laughs> we were like, ah, yeah, the Penguins got this. Ah, yeah, the Hurricanes got this. Ah, yeah, the Lightning got, oh, oh, yep, the Lightning got this. But, I mean, that's kind of what we said um, heading into it, though, is that we were pretty sure that whoever won on the Atlantic side of things was going to end up representing yeah. the East, at least. So there's that, but. Yeah, I mean the Metro Division Thunderdome was just too much. There, there, there wasn't ever a team that really pulled away, and I don't think I think that's kind of reflective of the fact that there's not a whole lot. I mean, there are some elite players, but they're on the whole they lack top end talent. If that makes sense, um, kind of like you don't really have a team that can stack up stack up against the stars on the Lightning or the stars on the. Leafs or the stars on the Panthers. I mean, I feel like saying that the Penguins don't have that is unfair, but I get what you're saying as a whole. And that would have been fun, though. Penguins and Lightning? That's round I mean, 10. Penguins, I mean, Pittsburgh or, or Carolina is what we should have gotten, but you know, that would have been interesting. Whatever, not bitter. The battle of the backup goalies. Is, um, but instead, we got the opposite thing. The battle of the best goalies. Yeah, those last four games were... Uh, hard to watch? Yeah. <laughs> we can go with hard to watch. It was just like, why Why are these two teams playing each other in the Eastern Conference Finals? Mm. Right? Like, and this is a point mm. I was finally making later on, but... Um, Do it now. It felt like the last two times that like Tampa made it to the Stanley Cup Final... They got some random fluky team from the other side, right? Like they got mm. Dallas who just kind of goalied their way past Vegas. And then they got Montreal who 
kind of also goalied their way past Vegas. <laughs> um, and, and then the, Vegas time, goalied their way out of the playoffs. Vegas, Vegas themselves out of the playoffs. It wasn't, I don't know, everything just kind of weird fell apart for them. And that was still maybe the best thing I have, to happen this season. I have thoughts on how Vegas runs their franchise, but we can do, we can save that for offseason content. But uh, yeah, so, but my, my point was, is that this time, uh, it feels like there's some actual suspense involved for Tampa, at least right now. Um, again, that, that could age like milk, but you know, I mean, <laughs> hey, Colorado is by far and away the best team they've played in the Stanley Cup final the last three years. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the in the final, yes. Um, which saying that they've played in three different finals in the last three years is in itself ridiculous. Um, well, since 2015, they've played in four Stanley Cup finals and have made two more appearances in the Eastern Conference Finals where they lost in seven games. So that's insane. Yeah, no, it, it's a wild stretch. That's insane. That's what seven years of at least conference finals appearances. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, like the only year that they didn't in that span, well, the only two years that they did in that span was would have been in the, 2017 when they got, where they yeah, missed Tortorella and then 2019 where they, yeah, then the sweep happened. Um, but I mean, other than that, it's it's been you know, at least an Eastern Conference um, finals. When this, when that team is going to, like, eventually they're going to have to rebuild, right? Event At some point. And then that, I'm sure that fan base is just going to be broken. And I don't think it's really any fault of the, their own of those individuals, but they are just so used to this consistency that it's it's like the little whole i don't know this i don't know this comparison is going to hold water with some of our uh listeners but it's the whole nick saban problem when nick saban retires and somebody has to step into that program eventually the wheels are going to fall off there what is that fan how is that fan base going to react i thought you were gonna say this is a pittsburgh penguins problem well we could do that as well (laughs) um when the lightning have to rebuild and they suddenly are no longer consistently one of the best teams in the league that fan base is going to like burn the city down i think and it's not given i don't think it's any problem of maybe a little bit on like unique to tampa i think if i think if most of the teams in the league had this level of success and then fell off they would also have some very um Illogical responses, if that makes sense. Some very heated comments about the state of the... But, you know, we can cross that bridge when we get there. Like, eventually it's going to happen. I think it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean... Like, we saw we saw it a little bit this year after they were, weren't... They were third in the division, and the team is just like, fire John Cooper! Or the fans were like, fire John Cooper! He's no good. I'm like, relax, dude. I don't recall seeing that, but I'll, I'm going to say, uh, you know, I'll roll. I remember it. hearing about it on um, the Athletics Hockey Podcast. So that is my source. Really? People are wild, man. But then again, they were getting these takes from Twitter. And just about every fan base has some wild takes from Twitter. So maybe, yeah. maybe I'm blowing it out of proportion. 
Well, I think the big thing is that like they don't like lose anybody. <laughs> uh, it seems like ever, like all their core guys are pretty much signed up for the long term. Yeah, they'll lose guys like Nick Paul and Andre Pallott after this year, but you know, like the Pallott's next really good. Like the next, um, I think big contract is due is Sorelli next year, but mm. I, I, if they if they end up losing Palat, like that is going to be be huge. I mean, I don't like, I don't think there's any question that they're going to lose Palat because like when Braden Point went down with this injury, Palat has stepped up and been huge for them. I think he's got like eight goals and eight assists this playoffs. Like he's an important part of their success. Like if they lose him and they get another key injury next season, who fills that gap? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Andre Pallad is such a, like a, um, just a clutch playoff guy, right? Like I'm looking at, he's got 89 points in 132 career playoff games, which the fact that a guy like Andre Pallad has played 132 playoff games, that's <laughs> a lot of playoff games. Um, but I mean, he's got 16 and 17 this year and, and you're right. I mean, with point out, um, you know, he's been, he's been massive for them. Um, it just seems like he's always, he's always there, you know, whether he's the guy scoring the big goal or, or just being on the ice at the same time as the big goal. It just seems like he's always there. You're, you're talking about the number of playoff games. How many playoff games has Pat Maroon played? <laughs> Probably 132 <laughs> in the last four years alone. <laughs> this is, this is, he's going what for his fourth straight ring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What a legend. That's so annoying. <laughs> Why is that annoying? Right. Like I know like Chris Kunitz magically won four cups as a player. Oh yeah. We, we at least didn't do it in a row. <laughs> We're talking about a guy who has 274 career points. All right. You know, like, yeah. What are we, no, but he's, what are we doing? He's chubby, but effective. He's got four points in 17 games this year, which is interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, and here, this is when we talk about the finals, right? Like this is probably the big talking point. Get ready for it. Because Braden Point has been, do, has been skating at practice with lines. He's been doing line rushes in practice. There you go. I mean, that was the thing I was wondering about was heading into it. I was trying Ooh. to do a talking point, Braden point thing. I, 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 I was, I, I was thinking more when you said point and then lines. That's how, that's what I was mm. thinking. Okay. Nerd. Uh, couldn't quite connect the dots on that one. Nerd. But, um, oh, oh. Okay. What were you going to say? Anyway. Um, Oh yeah, the big thing for me was, um, you know, at least for these two teams, the last three rounds was, or I guess last two rounds was, um, how much these teams would miss, um, you know, their their depth guys between yeah, I was with Kadri in the last round, mm-hmm. and um, point the last couple of rounds for Tampa, uh, seems like points going to play for Tampa. So we think hopefully for Colorado, Nadia Kadri could play. Uh, 
Have you heard anything about Nazem Kadri? Because I have not. I mean, I heard that he's skating, but I don't know. It was weird because they originally like ruled him out for the rest of the playoffs, and then they went around. And it's oh. like, psych. Um, he's skating actually. According to Sportsnet, Kadri Cogliano not yet ruled out for Game One, but that that sounds more like a bluff than. Uh, the Braden Point news because the Braden Point news actually is like he's a full participant in practice. This is just like, yeah, we can say that he can play. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, uh, Kadri Kogliano returned to skating, but not in full squad practice as of yesterday. That's from the Denver Post. Yeah. Hmm. Like, point, point is such a big mm. part of, of, of Tampa. That like that's yeah. huge. I am a little playing, more, I'm huge. a little more hesitant on um if Kadri can play, but he's also been in such a he's, such he's been a, big for them this yeah. playoffs. I mean, let alone I mean regular season, he had the best regular season of his career, and um you know followed up with a really strong playoffs. And, um, you know, I mean, I want to see both these teams at their. At their best strengths, yeah, because that's when the NHL playoffs is at its best. It's when its players are at full strength. Yeah, and also like this feels like one of those rare opportunities where we actually get two of the best teams in the league, like mm-hmm. in the final. Yeah, like Tampa finished third in their division or whatever, but like they also come beat on. the <laughs> other two best players are they also beat the other two best teams in their division to get this far. They swept one of them. They swept the President's Trophy winner. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Tampa has also reached um, the, um, with all their regular season success, Tampa has reached the point of, uh, we're just going to, you know, make the playoffs and, and mm-hmm. focus on that. Who cares about the standings? As, as long, long as, as we're, the playoffs. The, yeah, as long as you make it, who cares? Yep. And so, like, that's, that's kind of how that went down, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm real excited because, again, I feel like the, you know, I feel like we haven't necessarily gotten a whole lot of great Stanley Cup final series in the last recently few years, no. you know? Um, I mean, you mentioned that it was the, it's was it been the lightning against the Canadians and the lightning against um, Dallas. Dallas, right? And the fact that it took you a second to remember should tell you everything yeah, well, about that series. Yeah. Thought you were going to throw shade at me for forgetting it for a second. Well, I mean, I did just mention it like five minutes ago. Yeah, well, whatever, man. Um, and this is, I guess, my thing with like this series is feels like it has all the hype to it, right? Of a Stanley Cup final, like this. You mentioned two of the best teams in the league, we haven't gotten that for a while. Let's do that hockey, right. And that got me thinking, which two series in this playoffs have gotten the most hype before the game started? Uh, well, I mean, I would say the Western Conference final and the Battle yeah, of Alberta one. would be the two that I would Oh, I was going to go Western Conference final and, well, we can also do the Battle of Alberta. But I was going to do Western Conference final and then uh, battle for Florida. Yeah. And both of those 
I mean, both of those games were sweeps. Right. Yeah. And even the battle for Alberta, that was that that ended real quick. Well, I mean, for Colorado, two sweeps in, in one postseason is pretty darn impressive. Pretty they've darn lost impressive. they've lost two games. Yeah. That's super impressive. Um that said they played the Predators and the Blues. I don't know if either of the of those teams were particularly very good. And then they they played the Oilers who have some elite talent and you know went right through them, right? Um, so that's that's good. And the, the, they have been dominant in this playoffs, so very impressive in this playoffs. I do wonder about like the level of talent that they've played against thus far compared to the Lightning having to go through seven games with Toronto, a very good Toronto team that unfortunately have yet again just had some bad luck in the playoffs, I think, um, and then swept the President's Trophy winning team and then played one of the best, you know, not a great five on five teams, but one of the most dominant goalies that we've seen in years and still coming out and being, they're still here. You know, I think there's a little bit of a difference in the path that each of these teams took, but then again, I might just be a little bit biased. I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you a little bit on that. I mean, I think, okay. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of, um, St. Louis as a five on five team anyway, but I feel like they gave them everything that they could possibly give at them. Um, I think, that, I think, uh, you know, it's such a um, physical series in that one. I think that Colorado had to fight for that. And also Colorado's had um, some, we'll go with, we'll go. They've had an interesting goaltending situation. Um, okay. They've had to overcome some pretty bad goaltending to even get to this point. <laughs> so the fact yeah. that they were able to cru- pretty much cruise through the Western Conference with a giant question mark and goal and uh, not break too much of a sweat is pretty, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, I, I would say that sweeping a team with Connor McDavid going absolutely nuts. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive too. Well, Dude. Connor, yeah, uh, and I, I think when you talk about the question mark and goal, that's the series that I would look at as that is where having having like a backup goalie or a third string goalie against that Oilers team and still coming out as successful. That was super impressive, right? Um, I do think there's enough talent on this Colorado team to even with the question mark, like we saw like even the question mark and goal, like, I don't know if that particularly matters against the predators or even against the blues. Cause the blues also had a question mark and goal. Like, even if they, you know, they stuck with Jordan Bennington and then he gets hurt and you can argue, I've heard, you know, different people argue that uh, by people, I mean, stats nerds that Jordan Bennington isn't their best goalie. All right. Fair enough. But then you go with the guy that you think is their best goalie. Well, now you're throwing him in cold and he gets scored on five times in his first appearance there. Like that's not a great goaltending situation to try to play against. Um, but I, maybe, maybe I have been downplaying the, the avalanche path thus far because they, I mean, they have been so dominant and it is impressive. And I don't want to, I don't want to lose that in all of my, well, Tampa had a tougher road spiel that i've been going on 
Yeah, but I think that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, I will say the, the, one of the key things for me is Tampa, as soon as they got a lead against New York, it was over. Like, mm-hmm. and I know Colorado is a team that's got significantly more firepower than, than New York, but like, I mean, I tweeted it from the account and it aged like milk as it always does. Um, but like <laughs> the Lightning's first, first, or uh, their first one goal lead in game six felt like the biggest one goal lead I've ever seen because like the Rangers couldn't even enter the zone. Like at one mm-hmm. point late in the third period, they had 19 shots on goal in a, in an elimination game. Like, you know, the only way that the Rangers were going to do something was if Tampa took a dumb penalty, which they ended up doing. You know, so, you know, how much can Colorado um, do against, you know, Tampa's kind of, uh, I know the trap is a dirty word, but I mean, that's kind of what Tampa does is, yeah. you know, late in games to close it out. They'll just get into a trap and, and they'll, and they're fine with that. Yep. Can we put aged like milk on a t-shirt? Um, maybe. Does someone else already have that? Probably. I just joke with my friends. I've got insane jinxing powers, and I think they all believe me. I'm starting to believe in it myself. I believe you. I believe you. I mean, I see the sports teams you root for, and I see, well, now that's got Brendan's fingerprints all over it. <laughs> I see the teams I root for, and I go, well, that's got my fingerprints all over it. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. Um, so goaltending you think goes to the lightning? Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure Kemper's health because it just seems like it was like an eye thing or something. I, I really, really mm-hmm. wasn't quite sure. It just seemed like, you know, I heard like swelling and stuff. So just, I was thinking maybe the time that he'll be fine. It's not like a, not like a groin thing where you're like, afraid of re-entering it or something you know um but i mean yeah darcy kemper is definitely the the wild card for colorado and that's not really where you want your wild card to be heading into the Stanley Cup final especially against um a team like tampa who do you think okay looking at the defenses which defenseman do you think gets the most points in this series Kale McCarr or uh, Bogosian? <laughs> that was a, quite the change up there. <laughs> it was. That was the whole point. Um, uh, I mean, Bogosian was dangerous offensively in that last series. Driving to the net. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Kale McCarr. Okay, Kale McCarr, Victor Hedman. Uh, I, I, just Kale McCarr over everybody. Who would you rather have on your team? Kale McCarr, Victor Hedman? Oh, that's a tough one. I think Kale McCarr, like if we're mm-hmm. not talking like age, long-term contract stuff. For seven so I, games. I think I want Kale McCarr. I would I just, I just, he does, he does so much that like yes. the average defenseman can't do. I mean, I just like watching him skate, to be honest. Right? He's just such a good skater. And he's just so, I guess, like light on his feet, I guess. But he's never like out of control either. No, no, he's completely in control. 
Um, I, there's, I forget which game it was, but I know it was in the last conference final series. Um, and I think Colorado kind of had control of the game at this point. Um, but did you see Nathan McKinnon try the little um, Kale McCarr spin around maneuver along the boards and just like twist inside? And I'm like, man, you know, you stole that from Kale. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I, this, this, this defenseman is having an influence on the one of the best forwards in the league. <laughs> yeah, no, I on, mean, like on puck movement, like just hello. Yeah, Kale McCarr is probably just one of the most electric players, period, like regardless of position right now. So I, I would take Kale McCarr. Yeah. And also, um, I, I think Colorado needs to win this series so that uh, Nathan McKinnon can finally let his teammates like eat sugar or something again. <laughs> you can have one uh oh, shortbread cookie <laughs> you can finally eat pizza again <laughs> but only cheese pizza <laughs> flatbread so yeah i mean uh, what are what are you leaning towards right now are we doing predictions sure why not <clears throat> Tampa and seven. All yeah. vibes, no. Uh, all vibes, no tactics. Tampa and seven. Yeah, I, I've been wrong about everything. It feels like this postseason. Um, but I don't know, man. Those last four games were just. I know that like New York played like hot garbage in the playoffs this year, and I'm sure that mm-hmm. they were totally out of gas by that point with how many games that they have mm-hmm. played in such a short amount of time. But those last four games were just so impressive for Tampa. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I guess maybe when they were losing in game three, but I don't know. It just seemed like they were always in control. Like just no, no, like fear. No, none of these like worries, just foot on the gas pedal the entire time. Yep. And um, I don't know, man. They just, just watching Vasilevsky sometime and the defense in front of him, I'm like, what do you do about that? Like, how do you get through that? Um, um, you have Nathan McKinnon and let him do Nathan McKinnon things. Yeah. And that's kind of the answer for, for Colorado. But um, I, I just, it's so hard to pick against Tampa. And I it's think it's hard to pick either one of these teams. That's fair. But like you've got Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, and Nico Rantan on the one side, and Kale McCarr, we just said is a game breaker, cheat code. And then on the other side, you've got the two time defending Stanley Cup champions and the best goalie in the world. Like, yeah, I don't want to pick against either of these teams. Yeah. So I think, um, I don't know. Maybe if I acknowledge my own personal jinxing powers, that um, it won't actually happen. Um, but you think that you 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 think I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm leaning Tampa so that Colorado can win in five. So mm. um, we're going Tampa in six. 
I um, really want this to go seven. You said Tampa and six? Yes. Gosh darn it, Brendan. I th- I was banking for sure that you were going to pick Colorado because listen, I want to pick Colorado. Why wouldn't you heart, pick Colorado? But I don't and then you I want oh my gosh. How do we always pick the same teams? Because we think too similarly. Oh have you noticed we like never argue on this podcast? No. I think we're both too level-headed for this podcast. I mean, it might not be for us. This is why neither of us went into sports radio. We shouldn't talk down about our own podcast on our own podcast. Not talking. I think down we're about doing it. great. Personally, not I talking down about it. Talking points. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. I just you couldn't pick. Okay, all right, fine. We can both pick Tampa. Fine. We'll both pick Tampa. We need we need to get a third person on here, someone that thinks differently from us. For crying out loud, we're both going to agree again. Um, I had something I was going to say. Oh, do you think is this the best Stanley Cup final we could have gotten? Well. I mean, if you just wanted all gas, no brakes, it would have been Florida, Colorado. Mm-hmm. But Tampa, Colorado is is a nice consolation prize. I'm real mad at the Panthers for just doing absolutely nothing. You're real mad at the Panthers. Um, I want Drew to get a cup. We've been over this. How do you think I feel? Our Florida Panthers disappointed us. Yeah, and uh, at least they let us down pretty quickly. Yeah, just rip the Band-Aid off. No, no false hopes about that. I'm never becoming a Panthers fan again. Unless I mean, we knew, yeah, we knew what we signed up for, to be honest. Why couldn't G have gone to the Avalanche? I don't know, man. Goodness gracious. Yes. Um, what forward group do you like best? Hmm. I think with point, I'll go Tampa. Um, That's exactly what I was going to say. With point, Tampa. What if, what if, what if point is healthy and Kadri is healthy? I think I would go Colorado. If both are healthy, you go Colorado? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think if both are healthy, I think I'd still go in Tampa. I just, Maybe I'm not giving Burkowski enough credit. I was going to say, my favorite thing about the Avs is that there's always somebody good on, like, every single line. Yeah. Well, the Um, same is true for the Lightning. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, with, you know, with Kadri in the lineup, right, you've got McKinnon, Landeskog, and Nechushkin on that top line. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I mean, we talk about Landeskog, McKinnon, and Rantanen a lot. But, I mean, those depth guys mean a ton to that team. I mean... Valerie Nachushkin is like every analytics nerd's favorite player. Arturi Lekkinen is like every every analytics nerd's second favorite player. (laughs) Um, I thought the analytics nerds love the Kashas. uh, I mean, if they did for a while, I just didn't know. um, With I haven't checked lately. With um, you know, Andre Kasha had uh, concussion problems, so yeah. Um, but I mean, also like defensively, they're nuts too. 
So even though they somehow have Jack Johnson back there, I, I don't know why I haven't figured that. Yeah. Why do teams keep paying Jack Johnson? Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. So to recap, you're going to go Colorado or Tampa has the goaltending. Colorado has the defending and Colorado has the forwards. Um, I think the forwards is a draw, to be honest. Without Kadri, I think mm. it's a draw. Ooh, interesting. Okay. okay. Well, like Tampa with point versus Colorado without Kadri is just a totally different I, thing. I, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. What if but see, this is the other thing that I'm thinking is like even if point plays, is is he gonna be a hundred percent? In fairness, nobody's a hundred percent this time of year. Okay, that is an excellent point. I need to stop making saying the word point when we're talking about point. Yeah. And then he gets then he scores points. But yeah, uh, I don't want any of that. Uh, if I'm Colorado, I don't want any of that Andre Vasilevsky and closeout games smoke. Um. <laughs> the Lightning 3-0 and this playoffs in games where they could eliminate their opponent. Yeah. Yeah. And every time they have their back against the wall, they just squirm out of it. Um, I, I joke. No, it's with, not that their back is against the wall. They've got someone else's back against the well, wall. Well, no. They like, always finish the job. Game six against Toronto. They were okay. trailing after a period. They force overtime. And then they win in overtime when they got outplayed in overtime. They just got one chance and boom, scored. Um, and they won game seven. Like, you know, and then in, uh, against the Rangers, like, backs against the wall after two games yeah let's just rattle off four wins in a row like you think that they just needed to wake up after not playing for nine days that and i think just helped just getting a couple of goals you know like tampa's really hard to beat when they get out early but um yeah i i I don't want to try to come back from a series deficit against Tampa. That's for sure. And I think, you know, one of the reasons I, I did lean this, or at least this is how I'm rationalizing picking Tampa, even though I kind of think Colorado is probably more talented, um, or at least has been more consistent this year. I almost wonder if the same thing that happened to Tampa after sweeping the Panthers where they were off for nine days, I wonder if the Avalanche fall into that same trap and Tampa takes game one in Colorado. Yeah, I was wondering about that too, but I don't know. I feel like being a little rusty for a Stanley Cup final is a little different. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Really Lightning have so much momentum. I mean, I guess both teams have a ton of momentum. Because they both, I mean, like the Avalanche have been so dominant throughout the playoffs, and the Lightning have won their last four. I mean, so of the Avalanche, but the Avalanche have been sitting for a while. I don't know. This you can really reason your way into picking either team, which is at the end of the day, this is I think where I sit at this series. Hockey is dumb and illogical. And we can put reasons to why each team should win. But it doesn't matter because hockey is dumb and illogical. I thought, you know, my personal thought is just 
sit back and enjoy the show because yeah, just, it should be a good, should be a good uh, series, I think. I think it'll be a great series. Um, yeah, so do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I feel like after all the love we showed Jake Ottinger, I think we should at least mention that Shesterkin played out of his gosh darn mind for three series. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely nuts. Legitimately like one of the best, you know. I think maybe the best goaltending performance I've ever seen. Oh yeah. I had a um I saw a tweet from um our boy Micah that I totally was gonna bring up. Uh fill some time. I mean, you know, I feel like with goalies that are hot in the playoffs, you usually have like one or two games where they, they don't quite have it. Shesterkin was just on like the entire time. Um, like that Rangers team played like, I mean, to be honest, at five on five, they were cooked in like absolutely every series, um, especially against Tampa. It was so obvious against Tampa because it just couldn't do anything offensively. Um, but I mean, he kept them in it. Okay. Shesterkin uh, is, is the best playoff goalie with it, with at least. 50 expected goals faced cumulative from 2007 to present. This is his first postseason. 2007 to present. Yeah, I think uh, Evolving Wilds goals saved above expected says the same thing. It's just nuts. Um, Bonkers. And, and he, throwing and he like better. the workload that he had. Yeah, I mean, he deserved Insanity. better. And the Rangers let him down. I hate to compliment the Rangers, but I'm really not. I'm really complimenting Igor. But like, it's okay. Their season's over. You can say whatever you want about them. I hope they have a nice tea time. All right, I'm gonna close this out. Nice and early before it gets too hot. So, uh, if you made it this far, the back nine. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, uh, follow us on Facebook. John Daly's. Are you done? (laughs) I am done. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at grit for 60 pod. Um, no. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at B 727 and Connor on Twitter at TC underscore nine Oh four. And um, thank you for listening and have a good one.